find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. What we're talking about today is more than decades ahead of what's out there now. And it's unfortunate because we're talking about trigeminal neuralgia. And here we are in this day and age, in what year we're in, with the technology we have and the so-called science to the degree we have. And I'm not mocking science to the point where, hey, we don't have the best technology for, for you know computers and everything else and everything else. That meaning it could get better, I'm sure, and better and better each year as the years go on, of course. And But I'm trying to say something about chronic illness. It's disastrous, absolutely disastrous. Trigeminal neuralgia is a prime example of how we're helpless in chronic illness without the right answers. And and as far as science and research goes, forget it with trigeminal neuralgia. It's just, you know, just offering a drug um, and boom, that's about it. Maybe two drugs, uh, maybe some sleeping pills for people who are suffering from it. That's it. No answers to what it is, what causes it, what's going on there. There is, there is some information going around now that's just seeping into medical communities because of my information in Medical Medium Book 1 about trigeminal neuralgia. And so we're going to explore that today. So we've been able to help Spirit and I, and it's been, a, it's been a big deal. When you think about it, we've been able to crack the case, of course, because you know I've always had answers for people suffering with trigeminal neuralgia. I always have. And so it's time the whole world knows because there's that many people suffering. It's that devastating. It could be mild versions to, to really serious versions. It's, it's unbelievable, unbelievable what people go through. If you got it, if you're dealing with trigeminal neuralgia, you know what I'm talking about. And we're not going to take it lightly. Okay, we're not going to – I'm going to try to keep a sense of humor the best I can today. But I get, I get upset when I know where – Science and research is with chronic illness in certain areas, and so I have tolerance for certain areas that it's that, that they're just they're, they're backwards in or they're going the wrong direction. There's tolerance, you know, blaming everything now on genes when that's actually not the not the problem with with autoimmune disease, you know, things like that. I, I have tolerance for that to some degree, but when m- mostly women who are suffering with trigeminal neuralgia, plenty of men too, it's it, it, it's it's like a torture. A torture you just no one understands no one gets it unless they've had it unless they've had it no one understands the torture that trigeminal neuralgia puts people into and what's torturous about it a couple of a couple of things not only the pain and the agony we're going to discuss all the symptoms about it too not only all that but also not knowing what it is what's causing it just guessing games out there and no real answers no remedies and and that's what makes it really difficult we got remedies we got answers we got them here at this show and there's a reason why we got them in this show because this is the only show the only show where the information here isn't repackaged or recycled theory that's been going around out there among the medical communities both alternative and conventional recycled repackaged garbage over and over and over again, scrambled like scrambled eggs on the internet and in books. It's ridiculous. It really is. This is the only health show where the information is not tampered with. It doesn't come from interest groups, medical funding with strings attached, botched research, lobbyists, medical lobbyists, internal kickbacks, persuaded belief systems, private panel of influencers, health field payoffs, and or trendy traps. 
I'm going to say that in front of every show because, first of all, you need to know this information is clean. It is clean. It's how you can heal when you know it's clean. It's important to understand that. It's important to know thumb hasn't been on the scale of any of this information to persuade it. If you knew how much money is invested, it's investors. And did you ever make an investment into anything at all? Did you invest into anything? I mean, the simplest thing. Did you ever invest into a used car? Did you ever invest into something at all? When you invest in something, you buy a used car, okay? You're in, you're 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 invested. You paid money for that. You paid $5,000 or whatever it is for that used car. And it matters to you what the outcome of that car is going to be through its duration, how, it's, how you're driving it, and everything else. It matters. And what happens in the medical field and alternative arts and heal, in, in the conventional arts, there's investments going into, into endeavors, medical endeavors, and it has to come out a certain way or they will never invest again in that area or... The lab technicians or the doctors will never receive a penny again for all their life's work. If something doesn't come out even partially in somebody's favor, this is how it's done in alternative and conventional medicine. And this is why the information is skewed, wrong, backwards, going in a backwards direction in every way possible. And guess who suffers? People with trigeminal neuralgia. And guess who else suffers? People with Hashimoto's thyroiditis. I wrote a book about that, plus a whole bunch of other things. If you haven't gotten a thyroid book yet... I, I don't know what to say. Just please, please, please get it because it's not just the thyroid. There's over 100 symptoms and conditions. I explain what causes them. And I go into more than anybody knows about the thyroid and everything else. Information has never, ever even been heard before out there. So it's important. Um, and I don't even talk about half of what's in there, a fraction of what's in there on the radio. So that's something to think about. So you have to understand one thing. And in order to have answers for something like trigeminal neuralgia, it can't be contaminated. It can't be contaminated by all the groups I just mentioned that run alternative and conventional medicine. And the citations and the studies from all that alternative and conventional medicine is all contaminated. It's skewed and contaminated. I'm sorry to say it. It just is. I have to be straightforward about this. If I'm not, you're not going to know where to go. And you'll be swimming around on the merry-go-round, something I wrote about. Musical chairs in the very ground in the health field. And that is not fun at all. All the information here comes from a pure, untampered, advanced, clean source, a higher source I was given the gift for. And, you know, some people don't like the fact I was given a gift. At the beginning when I was a child, I, I, I hated the gift because, because it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Because every time I'd be like, wow, I got a gift. I'm, you know, and spirit would be like, it's not, it's, this gift isn't for you. This gift is for everybody else. This gift is for people who have trigeminal neuralgia. This gift is for people who are dealing with all kinds of autoimmune diseases. This is people that are dealing with all kinds of mystery symptoms and conditions, which is every autoimmune disease as far as medical science understands. It's all mystery. I don't care if they name it. I don't care what they say about it. It's a mystery to them 100%. They make you think it's not a mystery, so you feel things are under control, but that's not how it works. It's a demented system. I'm sorry, but it is, and it's really sad. And when I was given the gift and when, when I was a child and, you know, as I was growing up, it, you know, I couldn't say, oh, great, I got this gift. It's just so great. Spirit said, no, it's for everybody else. The gift is for everybody else. But it makes, it makes people in the, in the places, certain places in the world that believe in certain belief systems in the medical arena, whether it's science research, whether it's alternative medicine, whatever it is, it makes them angry. 
and makes them really angry to know I got an in on something no one else has. So they they just, you know, they lash. They lash out. They lash out. Been dealing it with my whole life, especially now because, especially now at this day and age now, because there's so many people healing. There's so many thousands of healing people healing, not just the thousands I've healed in personal one-on-one for 30 years plus, okay? Worked on more people, worked on more people. You ever go to the doctor's office and there'd be like a crowd of people in the waiting room, okay? I did that from six in the morning. And, you know, if I was lucky, seven in the morning it would start. But I did it six in the morning till midnight with that crowd in, the, in those rooms, seven days a week. I went three, four, five, six years without even Christmas off or a half a day off, not even Christmas Eve off. And that's what I did for years and years and years and years. I've helped more people than anybody has who's had the length of career that I've had. And I'm saying this so you know where I come from and where I'm coming from. In half those years, I did it for nothing until I almost died from it because I couldn't even buy food and I couldn't even pay my rent and I couldn't even keep a car. Even though I couldn't drive, I always had somebody drive for me because, you know, I'd be doing readings on the highway, be getting readings all the time. And I got to be careful because if I'm, if, you know, if I'm driving and stuff, I'm at a stoplight, I'll get readings from somebody on the right side of me, readings from somebody on the left side of me. Spirit will be telling me what's wrong with anybody. And in the old days, I'd be tempted to wave them down and say, hey, look, did you ever get this checked out? I don't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. You could do that in the old days. You couldn't do it now. So the deal is, <laughs> sorry about the long-winded beginning. We're going to get the trigeminal neuralgia, trust me, and we're going to really cook into it. I, I promise we're going to. But the point is, is that, yeah, is is when you're given a gift and you guys got gifts, I'm sure you do. And I'm sure somebody's been jealous about your gift too because everybody has a gift of their own. But when it comes down to chronic illness and science and research's lack of understanding of it and doctors that actually spend all this money and they go to school, and I love all doctors, but they go to school and spend all this money and they're not given what they need for medical school, both alternative and conventional, we're in a bad place. We're in a bad place. And trigeminal neuralgia sufferers, it's a prime example. I'm saying this because if you only knew, if you're someone who hasn't dealt with it, if you only knew what it's like, you could not imagine why something's not being done about it in the field of medicine. You could only, you could just, you can't even imagine. So when someone can't sleep for four days in a row, and they got to be drugged to go to sleep because they have pain on the side of their face, on the side of their head. They got burning on their tongue and burning on their mouth. They got, they got shooting, stabbing knives going into their ears. And they can't sleep for three, four days. And they literally have to be drugged. If you only knew what that was like, and I hope you never do, and then only, and then you'd say, why on God's earth, on God's green earth, why the heck is something not being done about this plus a whole bunch of other diseases and illnesses and symptoms and mysterious conditions? How come? And I say to spirit still every day, I say to spirit, why am I half, why am I the one that has to deliver this? Why am I the one that has to do this? And like I said, I've helped people for decades and did it for free for decades and decades. And then I had to eventually charge to some degree. And then I had to get some donations through the years when, you know, and just to stay alive to help people. Three o'clock in the morning, 
Mommies would be bringing their babies, knocking on the door for answers. I'd never even slept for years and years and been through hell and helped a lot of people in doing it. And now I just got to help in different ways. I got to do it through the books and I got to do it through this way and do it through the show. That's what we're doing. We're going to talk about trigeminal neuralgia. We're only a few minutes in, so bear with me. It's just that some of these things, you know, I woke up this morning and I said, people need to know. They just need to know what, what someone goes through with trigeminal neuralgia and they need to know how, how fault, faulty and how faulted and how demented the system is, both alternative and conventional. They need to know that. Someone said to me, hey, you're just all about attacking conventional medicine. And, and it was like, it's not about attacking anything. I mean, if you don't stand up for what's wrong sometimes, and it's both alternative and conventional, I said to this person, no, it's alternative too. It's alternative too. If you don't stand up to try to correct what's going wrong, then how are you going to help the children of the children to come, of the children to come, of the children to come? How are you going to help? How are you going to do it if you don't stand up, if you don't do something about it? So, hey, look, let's go, into, uh, let's go into the trigeminal neuralgia. Let's go into that. So what does it feel like to begin with? I explained a little bit about it. Some people can have just a tingling sensation constantly on one side of the face, maybe back of the head on the other side of the face. And just keep in mind, a lot of these symptoms I'm going to tell you aren't even diagnosed as trigeminal neuralgia. They're not even diagnosed that way. Like a, a doctor wouldn't even know that's even what that is. They'll be looking for something else. So, um, so, and, you know, and not to mention what people go through just trying to get a diagnosis, or they go through, they get MRIs, they get CAT scans, they get, they're seeing, you know, ten neurologists, they're seeing specialists. It, it, it is no picnic, man. It is no picnic. It's brutal. It's brutal. I'm, I'm just letting you know. And so, you can have these tingle sensations on the side of the head. You can have a weakness on the side of the head, a weakness where you're like weak on one side of the head. Some doctors would be like, oh, that's, that's multiple sclerosis. I mean, just, it's just a crap fest out there. It's like the Wild West still with no understanding about what's going on and what causes anything. Oh, man, it just gets me going. It gets me going. So, so you can have a few different things going on when you have the sensations. You could have a burning on the side of the face. You could have a burning in the jaw. You could have a burning on all your gums. These are all different. Sometimes people have more than one symptom, but there's all different varieties. You get the burning in the, in all in the gums, all in the gums. You could have a burning on one side of the gums. Okay. One side, you could have a burning on the upper side. You could have a burning at the bottom side of the gums. You could have a burning all through your mouth. You could have the burning on your tongue only. And you can have all that plus pain. You can have all that no pain. You can have just the weakness on one side of the head. You can have the tingles on one side of the head. You can have devastating pain in the ear, okay? And the, okay, and you can also have, and some of you might have this, pains in the corners at the bottom of the ears. So right at the bottom of the ears, I got my fingers, not in my ears, but I get the fingers underneath my ears, you know, in the neck and those little delicate corners there where you can push in and you feel your jawbone, the back of your jawbone. We're talking pain all shooting down in there. And that's brutal. I've seen people suffer for years with that kind of agony. You can also have pain on the jaw where it's just a, a, a sharp pain, like a toothache pain, a toothache pain. You can also have not toothache pains, but 
And that, okay, that leads to a whole other thing. I can't tell you how many people had their teeth drilled, pulled with trigeminal neuralgia. They've had, I mean, dentists, you know, have, have tried to remedy these situations, have drilled through teeth, good teeth, bad teeth, looking for answers. You name it, I've seen that too. Many of you have probably gone through that. They don't do that as much anymore. A lot of the dentists are finally catching, you know, wind a little bit, They're catching, catching a little bit of knowledge where, okay, this didn't work. I'm not going to do it to this person now. You can have a sensitivity with all the teeth. We're hot, cold. And then dentists is like, well, it's kind of like a, it's, 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 you're just a highly sensitive person with your teeth. You know, maybe your enamel's weakening. No, the nerves, it's trigeminal neuralgia. It's just a different variety and different kind. A different variety and different kind of trigeminal neuralgia. All right? And so you can, you know, so there's so many different, it could hit the eyes. Trigeminal neuralgia can take out an eye. Hurt the eye, make it go. You can't even open your squinty. You can't even look through it. It's 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 like that. It's like that. It's like that. And you know, I mean, it, it go. It just just it goes to all kinds of different levels. All kinds of different levels. Okay, but here's the bottom line. You have to understand something with trigeminal neuralgia. It's it moves too. It moves. It creeps. It creeps. That's a creeper, okay? It could start out small, get worse, 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 worse. It can start out really bad, then go down to like a minimum kind of thing where you're living with it, living with it, living with it, and then creep back up again. It could get triggered easy too, easily triggered with just aggravation, an argument with somebody, confrontation with someone can trigger it and make it just spiral through the damn roof. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that. They don't. Only the people that suffer. Nobody knows that. I don't even think anybody even is even can register that one. You're you're going along okay. You got the trigeminal neuralgia. You got the nerve pain, and you got you know whether it's the side of the face or any of the symptoms I just said, and you're going along, and all of a sudden you got to talk to somebody that's just they're just annoying. They're annoying because they're causing confrontation on purpose or they're just, it's somebody, maybe it's a family member that just has a bone to pick with you in that moment. Maybe, maybe it's somebody at work and oh my God, it can just, it can just literally pronounce and bring out the worst of that trigeminal neuralgia within minutes, within minutes. Yeah, I know, I know. It's unbelievable. And, and it, it's hard on people. It's hard on people. I said I know because Spirit was um, tuning into somebody actually in the audience, um, actually talking that second, saying how that's awful and how bad that is and, and, and oh, my God, and everything. And, yeah, I know. I know. It's that bad. Um, here's the deal. It, it, it not only creeps and moves, but it can get into, like I said, the eye area. It can get into the head. It can get in the side of the head. It can go up to the top of the head. It can go to the bottom of the head. And here's the problem with trigeminal neuralgia. It can run down the shoulder. It can run down the neck. It can run down the shoulder and neck. It can even run down the chest. How can it run down the chest? Because I'm going to tell you why. Because when I tell you what causes trigeminal neuralgia, when I tell you what causes it, and how that affects other nerves in the body, like your vagus nerve. That's the first time I, I mean, the fir- first time I brought the whole vagus thing to the world through the books, the medical medium book one. 
and um, teaching people about the vagus nerve and how it gets affected by viral issues. You get where we're going by viral issues? Okay, because we're going somewhere with that. We're heading somewhere with the viral issues. So the the trigeminal neuralgia can reach the vagus nerve, the phrenic nerves. Phrenic nerves are the nerves that run on each side of the chest, and they run through your chest, and they go up through your neck into your head. The sides of the heads, they can sides of your head, they connect to the trigeminal nerves. Eventually, find their way with tiny nerve endings connecting into the trigeminal nerves. And these phrenic nerves run through the chest, and they can tighten the chest. They can cause problems in the chest. They can cause problems in the shoulders. They can cause problems in the neck. And they get, and next thing you know it, you got somebody with the worst trigeminal neuralgia that's getting into other places like phrenic nerve issues, vagus nerve issues, and it's getting all wound into all those areas, right? Right? I mean, some of you I know go through that. There's no question. There's no doubt about it. And what does it do? It keeps you at home. It makes it so you can't work. Some people work with it on drugs. Some people, the drugs don't touch it on any level. And they just, you know, they're, they're, they're just living with it every day with no answers. Well, we got answers. We got answers today. I'm excited about this. We got answers today. So I just want to make sure I cover every single symptom the trigeminal neuralgia can cause. I mean, it can get the roof of somebody's mouth. I've seen that before. It can get the roof. It can get the back of the tongue. It can get the back of the molars in the jaw, the back of the jaw and the molars. Sometimes then somebody will say, well, that's just, you know, that's just your mandolin, you know, your, your, your mandolin joint. That's just the mandible joint. That's just your mandible joint. And there's going to be like that. And, um, um, yeah, don't get that confused with with <laughs> with the little fruit, the mandarin orange little fruit. I said, but it's the man, yeah, the mandible joint there. Okay, so they get confused with that. And they say, well, your joint's messed up. You know, you got this joint, and you're now sizing you up. You got the trigeminal neuralgia, but they're sizing up with all the gear, all the mouth gear. They're trying to correct your jawline. They're trying to correct everything. You're trying to correct your bite. They got all this going on. I've seen people go through hell with all that and still not fix it because what they had was something else, which was viral, and nobody knows it's viral. They're starting to know now because I put it out there. If you hear it out there, you're going to get it from thieves that steal in the night. What I say by that is it because they won't cite where they got it from, and they got it from me. It's important to cite where you get it from. When you have truthful information like this in all the shows and all the books, it's important to cite it. Some people do, some people don't, but it's important it's done. I'll tell you why. So the person who's getting help can get to the source of where all the answers are for these problems and not get it confused with a mixed bag of nuts now because someone's got a bunch of other belief systems that has no idea about hydrogeminal neuralgia works. But they're starting to get wind of it. They're starting to get wind of it. And they're starting to sense it's viral. Some doctors are being like, I think this is viral. And it is viral. And we're going to cover which virus and we're going to go into it deep in the whole bit. We're going to do that now. So let's cover into that. So what causes trigeminal neuralgia? It's a virus. It's from the herpetic family. It's the only family that can cause trigeminal neuralgia that can affect a trigeminal nerve and can affect vagus nerves and can affect phrenic nerves and can cause the problems I'm talking about. It's the herpetic family and only the herpetic family. And guess what? Science and research doesn't even know any of that. It's so important to know. 
Because if you're a new listener too, you're going to be like, well, where's he getting the information, the internet? No, never, ever. And any book I've ever written so far, you guys, any book I've ever written, and I just finished one that's going to come out later this year, any book I've ever written, there's not one word out of that book that comes from an internet or another source. It's just from spirit alone and spirit alone. Only these medical books are written from hearing spirit speak. And that's what these, these medical books are written, how they're written. And that's why we have answers for trig- trigeminal neuralgia. Let me tell you some of the flaws about, also about the industry with, with not understanding something about the herpetic family, the herpetic viruses. The herpetic viruses are the ones that actually flare up nerves. They're also the ones responsible for Lyme. Now, if you're, if you're angry about what I just said, because you're saying, how can that be bacteria, whatever, you don't even know the history of how it really went from the beginning to where it went, where they decided to call it bacteria. The reason why they called it bacteria, the reason why they did that, because it sold the treatment, it sold the antibiotics, because when it was diagnosed as viral back in 1973, Lyme disease was diagnosed as viral back in 1972 and three, when a whole bunch of the best doctors knew it was viral 100%, there was no treatment. So then nobody could make any money. It was called a dead duck, a dead duck illness. And that's what it was called because there wasn't a penny to be made off Lyme disease. So the back of the late 70s came, early 80s, someone had to make the bucks. So they, they called it bacterial for a reason because the amount of antibiotics that have been sold and used for Lyme disease is unbelievably astronomic. You could not believe the multi, 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 multi billions, almost touching a trillion pretty soon on the antibiotic sales for Lyme. It was the cash cow and it's still kept that way purposely. The industry still keeps it that way. Okay, but even Lyme is viral. I'm sorry to say that. If you're totally angry about this right now, go to go to book one and read my Lyme chapter. Listen to the Lyme show that I also have. Okay, I'm not saying bacteria aren't present. I'm not saying there isn't any bacteria. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying it's the herpetic family that causes neurological problems. Please understand that if you want any help and you want to help your family, and if you knew how many people were wasted with Lyme disease over the last 35 years, with their lives ruined, wasted, or killed off themselves because of antibiotics and the unknowing of the fact that it was viral, you wouldn't believe the disaster and the wake and the hell that people went through and the families that were literally ruined, dissembled, just destroyed over not understanding Lyme was viral instead believing it was bacterial. Greatest disaster in human history and chronic medicine is that alone. But guess what? The people that came to me over the last 35 years all got better with Lyme because it was viral and spirit knew what to do. And they lived their lives and they're happy and they're still healthy now. And that's the difference. And that's why with trigeminal neuralgia, we have to think the same way and do the same thing because when we know what's wrong with it, we have to know what to do to heal and get it better and move it forward. And that's the key. And that's how you do it. Trigeminal neuralgia is herpetic family viral. That's what it is. It's the only virus that creates for trigeminal neuralgia, the family itself, herpetic family. It hits nerves like phrenic and vagus nerves. I said that already, but it's important to hear it again because it can go right over a lot of people's heads. Some people say you repeat yourself. 
And then some people said, well, I didn't understand what you said. I needed you to say it again. I can't win. <laughs> I can't win. But I try to repeat myself where I can't important places like this. This is really important. So how does it work? What virus is it? What virus in the herpetic family? It's the shingles virus. 100% the shingles virus. Now, I don't have a lot of faith in research and science and chronic illness. I'll give you an example. Research and science still says out there, and they teach all the doctors this backwards, wrong information. They teach the doctors that the chicken pox is the shingles. So if you had the chicken pox, you've got the shingles down the road. They're two different viruses. Two different, completely different viruses. So just to think about that blunder, that serious medical blunder all in its own. Think about that one right there then where are we really going? That blunder is so big, and it's not being corrected. Okay, the chicken pox virus is one virus in the herpetic family. It's one out of hundreds and hundreds. The shingles is entirely different virus in the herpetic family. And in the shingles group itself, there are over 31 varieties that I've been able to document with spirit and help people heal over the decades. And one of those shingles varieties, one of those varieties causes trigeminal neuralgia. It causes the problem. And so here's how it goes. You don't have to have a breakout of shingles in order to have trigeminal neuralgia. You could have had a breakout in shingles years ago, didn't know, a little patch on your leg, maybe a little patch on the arm, maybe a little patch uh, on the breast, maybe a little patch on the neck, maybe a little patch behind the ear, maybe a little patch on your back. You could have had that. But most people with trigeminal neuralgia don't really get the shingles breakout. Some, a lot of people do, some people don't, Many, most people don't. But it's a shingles virus that actually gets to the nerves. It's a non-rashing shingles virus that tends to rash sometimes, but I call it non-rashing because it's not the big rashers. It's not the typical variety I talk about in medical medium book one with shingles itself where you get the herpes zoster ripping across your, your side ripping across your lower belly, ripping across your back or your, your butt ripping across there. There's different varieties of shingles. Trigeminal neuralgia is a whole different variety. Research and science doesn't even know about the different varieties of shingles. We're not even there yet. We're so not even there yet. 50 years, 60, I'll be dead, gone, you know, whatever. And they're still not going to know. And maybe, maybe somehow, um, you know, God, <laughs> God willing, God loving, God knowing that the information spreads that we're putting out there, and something gets done about it. You know, I hope to God. But anyway, the bottom line is, with the trigeminal neuralgia variety of virus, the shingles variety that causes that, when you know what's wrong, and you know what it is, and you know what kind of virus it is, then you can go after it. Then you can go after it. It's not the same virus that causes Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy where the droop happens, whether the droop in the eye, the droop, that's a shingles virus too, but it's one of the 31 varieties. It's a different varieties of shingles. It's a different variety of shingles. Some people can have the Bell's palsy variety and they could have trigeminal neuralgia variety. You can have two. Some people have the, 
the straight herpes zoster variety where it just rips across their back and their stomach. And then they get trigeminal neuralgia also, which is a different variety because we can have multiple varieties of shingles in our body. We get a multiple, we can catch a variety of shingles. We can catch a variety of shingles. You know, I was just, I was talking about how, you know, I'm always, I'm always, yeah, I'm paranoid about catching things. So be only because spirit has tortured me by telling me about the tuberculosis on a plane seat or the MRSA on a plane seat or, you know, whatever. So I've always, <laughs> always I've always been, I've, you know, because it's there and spirit knows it's there. So I've gotten really weird about stuff. So when I grab door handles in public places, I take my pinky and I go <laughs> underneath and I grab it. I know I talked about that before. But because, yeah, I don't want a variety of shingles that I don't need. Right now, I don't want, because I might forget, touch something in a certain way and stick it in my eye, rub my eye because I'm tired all the time because I stay up late writing the books with spirit. Sometimes when spirit's on a roll, we don't stop. I don't care if that takes 30 hours straight of information coming from spirit. I got to write down and write down word for word with a pen and a pencil. Here's the deal. So. Let's work on getting it better and figure out how to get it better for everybody. Everybody's going to have a different situation. Some shingles viruses are going to be rooted in pretty deep. They're there a long time. Some people have been through a lot of standard medical treatments, you know, been through the steroids, been through the different drugs and everything else, and they've gone through a lot. So that doesn't help the situation. Um, that fills the liver with a lot of medication. So, and the shingles is made, the shingles, its main home is the liver to start with. So it camps out there. That's where it starts. That's where it grows. That's where it does its thing. Then it launches off and gets to different areas of the body. And some people have a track record of a lot of medications. They have a track record of immune system not doing good because of it all. They got a track record of a lot of other situations involved. So it takes a little time to heal. Some people it heals fast just a few weeks. Some people, it takes a couple of years of being strong and diligent on what you need to do. And you can't lose sight of what it is. You lose sight of what it is, then you don't get better because you got to know what it is. I say it every time. I'm going to say it again. Half the battle is knowing what's wrong. The other half is doing what's right for it. That's how you heal. That is how you heal. And so you just have to know that. That's so important. And so what's the first half? It's knowing what is. It's a virus. It's a hepatic virus. It's in the shingles family. It's one of the varieties of shingles out of the 31 that causes the flare-up. Can I tell you what happens when you know the truth? Can I tell you what happens? Your immune system gets aligned. Because when there's confusion in your brain and doubt and confusion and, and, and mystery in your brain and you've been through hell and you've gone to 10 neurologists and nobody knows what's going on with you, guess what? Your immune system doesn't line up to what's really happening, so it's hard to figure out how to fix it and you get into a jam and then you get stuck. That's how it works. But when you know, you know, I hope you got all that. I hope you guys got all that. When you know what, what's causing it, your immune system kicks up a notch because guess what? Messages get to your immune system. They get to your immune system that you're in it now. You're in it. You're in it to win it. You actually know the culprit. You know the invader. It's not autoimmune. It's not your body attacking itself. That's what they're going to say about trigeminal neuralgia pretty soon. They probably already do. They probably already do. They already say, you know, it's, it's the body attacking itself because that's all they got. That's all they got in their bag. We're this far along and that's all they got. 
you know, and, 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 you know, and I believe it's on purpose. <laughs> Just call me, call me a little, you know, funny about that, but I believe it's on purpose because come on, how can we be here this day and age and have no answers for autoimmune disease, all in, of the hundreds and hundreds of autoimmune diseases? We got no answers for any of it. So, you know, so here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. So let's let's get into this and figure this out. We're going to go after the virus. Once your mind knows you're going after the virus, that's one big piece of it. Then we're going to go after it. We're going to use things to go after it. We're going to get you on the right things. You can go to your practitioner and say, "Here, here's what I heard. Here's what I heard. I can take this or do this and this, and this is a shingles virus. And your practitioner, you'll find a practitioner that'll be on board. On board. Listen, if you have a doctor and you really like that doctor and that doctor's a great doctor, but your doctor doesn't want to know anything to do with this, this shingles virus and trigeminal neuralgia, keep your doctor. Keep on going because, you know, because I'm sure he or she is really helpful with all kinds of things, but make sure you go find another one too and get another one and have two. Get one that will understand and listen to you. Get one that will understand and listen to you so you can get better. And then tell that one, look, this is what I've heard. This is what I know. This is what's going on. This is what, you know, I need to do. Just help me with this. You can do that if, you're, if you don't like being alone and doing things. So what do we need to do? We need to kill off the virus, knock its army down. What you're feeling with all the pain and everything else is a neurotoxin, a neurotoxin. It's a virus, the shingles virus, eating a food it likes. And then when it eliminates, it eliminates a toxic poison I talk about in thyroid healing. But I was talking about the Epstein-Barr because all herpetic viruses leach. They, 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 they eliminate a t- neurotoxin. And they cause different symptoms, different neurological conditions. Each, each herpetic virus causes different, different neurological conditions. The shingles herpetic virus causes, one of the varieties causes the trigeminal neuralgia you're dealing with. And when it releases this neurotoxin into the bloodstream, the neurotoxin goes to adjacent areas where nerves are. And the trigeminal neuralgia shingles virus leaves the liver. It likes to go up into the jaw. It likes to go up into the trigeminal nerves. It likes to go into even the phrenic and, and, and vagus nerves sometimes up in those areas. And it likes to get into the neck and other areas. And it then pees and poos. It pees and poos. When it pees and poos, it's peeing and pooing neurotoxins. Those neurotoxins are extremely allergenic to a nerve extremely allergenic. And then if you've had an injury with the jaw or an injury with any of those nerves, or if a dentist jammed a needle in and it, 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 it really poked hard, it went in some cockeyed way right in that jaw when you were getting dental work, then if the shingles virus is present in that moment or kicking around, it will find that little wound and go to it and then settle in, nest in, and start working its way in the nerves and releasing more neurotoxins, flaring up the nerves. This is what the virus does. This is what it does. Spirit has advanced information, doesn't spirit? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was telling people this when I was a kid. And people, their heads would spin. All right. So listen, here's the deal. We're going to go after the virus. Let's talk about what we can use to go after the virus. So you're going to be slowly killing off the virus. It's going to take time. Some people have more levels of the shingles virus than them causing more pain. Some people have less levels. <clears throat> Some people have been through a lot. Some people have, have, like I said, they got a lot of toxins in them. And the food they're eating is feeding the virus. 
Okay, so eggs, I talk about that all the time. How come I don't like eggs? Because they feed the shingles virus. They feed every single bug in the body you don't want in the body, especially the hepatic family. Get away, get away from the dairy, of course, the gluten. You know, what happens with people and experts in the field of autoimmune or in the field of alternative medicine and the book writers and all that stuff, they put the books out and they talk about gluten and they don't understand that your body's not attacking itself because you're eating gluten. You got a virus that's feeding off of gluten and then causing problems. The virus is causing problems. We're not even there yet with the latest alternative experts that are on the doctor shows and they're doing whatever. They don't even have a clue that that's how it works to this point. It's actually embarrassing at this point. I just, I just, we're so far behind. So what happens is when you're eating that gluten, you're feeding the shingles virus and it's going to be eliminating more neurotoxins. If you have a lot of heavy metals in your system, if you have heavy metals in your jaw from dental work from years ago, if you have all these things, it can become food too. So you want to be on the heavy metal detox smoothie. So the medical medium heavy metal detox smoothie. I don't trust any other heavy metal detoxification treatment on the planet, except for spirits, the heavy metal detox smoothie. I don't trust a single one of them. First of all, Corella, which is which is supposedly supposed to be heralded as God for removing heavy metals, it drops them nonstop. It can't hold on to heavy metals. It if it even re- remotely removes a, some heavy metal, it'll drop it in the wrongest place after it's grabbed it. So, I mean, that alone, other heavy metal treatments, I don't trust any of them. I'm sorry. I only like the one I have because that one I trust because it's not a contaminated source from some ridiculous belief system out there. So make sure that you're doing the heavy metal detox smoothie because you want the heavy metals out because they feed the shingles virus. It's one of the things the shingles virus likes. If you're big on animal protein, minimize it. I would even consider, and it just this isn't because I want you to be plant-based. You know, someone said, oh, you just want everybody plant-based. Well, that's not true. I just want, while you're sick, something to be done right in the right way from the information I have. And then you go on your merry way. You want to eat all the animal protein you want later on when you're better. Go do it. Have fun. And, you know, that's not it. Just I would, with some real trigeminal neurologist sufferers, I would just back off the animal protein altogether. Just, 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 just get rid of it. You know, it's not about becoming a vegan. It's not about what it's just, it's just get rid of it all. Get your trigeminal neuralgia better. Get rid of all the different animal proteins to chicken. Because what happens is, is it's not that chicken feeds a shingles virus causing the trigeminal neuralgia. It's that chicken will just be a, it, it won't be doing, it won't be helping to heal it. So do you have time? Do you have time to waste? You're dealing with your trigeminal neuralgia for years or for six months or for a month? Do you have time to waste? Do you want it to last another year or two or three? Just keep on eating chicken because it takes the space of something else that can actually heal your problem. Because when it comes down to all the different fruits and vegetables, including potatoes, especially potatoes, that's a great one for trigeminal neuralgias, potatoes. It's an incredible one, credible food. It's got a, hell, a heck of a lot of L-lysine content, extremely high bioavailable L-lysine that you can't even get when you take L-lysine, which you should take while you have trigeminal neuralgia too is L-lysine. And in the potato, it's got an answer for helping to stop the shingles virus. 
So when you don't eat a potato, because all these trends, these new trends are ripping apart nightshades again and ripping apart a potato, when you don't eat that because of an an idiotic trend that's out there now, because say like a lectin trend or whatever it is, you're going to keep your trigeminal neuralgia around. That's how it works. That's how trends work. That's why they're tricky. Remember at the beginning of the show? You remember at the very beginning? When I said at the very beginning, I said trendy traps. I said, or trendy traps. Trendy traps prevent healing. They come out constantly because it's something that someone can hang their hat on. The, the lectin guys are going to hang their hat on. The, the fructose intolerance guys are going to hang their hat on. Someone needs to hang their hat on a trend. It doesn't matter if you suffer for the rest of your life. They'll hang that hat as long as it's something to hang their hat on. But so forget the potato thing being bad. It's actually important for trigeminal neuralgia sufferers because it helps get rid of the shingles virus. Guess what? If anybody knew, if any trendy person knew, expert out there knew what caused trigeminal neuralgia, that would just be the start, a little inkling of what they would need to know. But you got the information here. I say this because I'm determined with Spirit and me determined with the passion and the caring and the wanting you to heal determined for you to know that. And I worry if you're going to get distracted instantly the minute you hop on the internet, the minute you see some other book, the minute you – and then you get stuck with your trigeminal neuralgia for years. Back when in the old days – I'm going to tell you right now in the old days. When somebody came to me with trigeminal neuralgia, they weren't distracted. They were able to heal and able to heal fast because they weren't distracted because the internet wasn't even born yet because because literally there weren't any – You know, there weren't any health books out there. You couldn't get distracted. I'm not saying everything's all bad and all health books are bad. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying you couldn't get distracted from what you were doing. And so it was, hey, this is what's going on. Here's the advanced information. Here it is, the year 1990-whatever, 1991. Here it is, the year 1994, the 1997. Here's what you need to do. Here's your protocol. That's right. Get your trigeminal neurologia better. It's the shingles virus. Bam, you're better. Done. You're not distracted. And now it's hard. It's hard for people. All they have to do is just turn the wrong way and someone's saying some, some cockamamie thing. And that's the problem. So in order to heal trigeminal neuralgia, you have to get that corrected too. You have to stay on point and you have to stay diligent and you got to stay with it because you're going to get lost out there. And it hurts me to know that because I know what it's like to suffer because I've been given the gift to actually tap into that with people. And I know that with the compassion and everything else, I'm not saying I'm the most compassionate person out there. I'm not saying that at all. It's just spirit has basically placed upon me throughout my life a little sensitivity, extra sensitivity inside of me to actually know and sense and feel somebody's suffering. That's right. A little bit more so than the average bear. And I've had to bear it. And the whole point is I want you better because I know what you're dealing with. I know what you're dealing with, and I want you better. So here's the deal. L-lysine, get the L-lysine, take a lot of it, 4,000 milligrams twice a day. That's what I would do. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. But I would do like 4,000 milligrams twice a day. If you want to do one 500 milligrams, you're a sensitive person, talk to your doctor. Talk to your practitioner. Talk to the person that helps you. Talk to your health coach. Talk to the person that helps you. And start out with 500 milligrams. That's just what I would do. I would do a lot, you know, I would do a, a lot more. I would do about, you know, three, 4,000 milligrams if you can. 
And then, you know, I still would eat potatoes and I would go plant-based. You get your trigeminal neuralgia better, go back to your animal product diet if you want. Stay off of dairy, stay off of eggs, stay off of the, all the things I talk about in the medical medium book. Stay away from canola oil, stay away from soy, stay away from, yes, yeah, stay away from soy. You better believe it. Stay away from soy. Stay away from pork. Pork is disastrous, disastrous for, for people with chronic illness. Stay away from it. But when you're dealing with trigeminalgia, you want to be plant-based. If it's too heavy and too scary, start small. Do one animal product a day. One animal product a day. That's all. That's all. Just do one a day. Okay? So we need some herbs, too. We need some herbs. Mullen leaf. Mullen leaf. Alcohol-free, of course. Go to my directory. Always go to my directory if you want to know the safe supplements, supplements that are safe. I'm not selling supplements. Just know that it's there for you so you know where to get what to get, the safe ones. So you get the you get the mullein leaf. You can take a good few dropperfuls of that, no problem. If you're sensitive, do less. Always talk to your practitioner and doctor. I'm just telling you right now, you can do the mullein leaf. That's a big one. All right, the propolis. That's a huge one. Propolis is an amazing weapon against our gemino neuralgia. All right, that's an amazing weapon against it, without a doubt. Lemon balm, still a great weapon. Licorice root, incredible weapon. These are these are these are amazing for trigeminal neuralgia. Podiarco. Podiarco. Okay? Get podiarco. That's a great one right there. Vitamin C. Take a lot of it. You can you got two options. You got the liposoma vitamin C, the one that I like, the good one. The liposoma company. I love that company. Did you know they took out they took out any bad ingredients? They 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 literally redesigned their liposomal C to stand above all the other liposomal Cs, all the other ones. So make sure you go and you check out which one that is on the directory. All right. Make sure you got some chaga powder. All right. You know which one to go to there. My favorite is Vimergy. That's the one I use every day and, and whatever. Barley grass juice powder. I use the Vimergy barley grass juice powder in my smoothie every single day. So that's the right one too. And, you know, do the heavy metal detox smoothie. Make sure you got all the right things. Spirulina is incredible for trigeminal neuralgia. You know why spirulina helps restore the damaged nerves from the neurotoxins from the shingles virus. That's why spirulina is amazing. You know, there's people out there that say, oh, spirulina is bad or whatever. There's a, you know, trendy stuff goes around. Someone's always trying to just rain on somebody's parade. Meanwhile, you steal and rob someone's ability to heal. And that's what that's why I call them thieves. They steal the ability for somebody to heal. That's another thing too. Honest to God, it's just so frightful out there with that. Spirulina can help somebody with trigeminal neuralgia. The B12, the right kind of B12, it has to be adenosyl cobalamin and methylcobalamin. I was the first one on that whole thing. First one on that whole thing. It's the adenosyl with the methylcobalamin. That's the only way to get the trigeminal nerves better there. The methylfolate, you do the methylfolate. That's helpful for trigeminal neuralgia. MSM, a little bit of MSM. That one's also really good. A little bit of that. So you can get a little of that in you, which is really helpful. A little bit of olive leaf I always find is helpful too. Cat's claw, cat's claw. You want cat's claw for trigeminal neuralgia. Could take a couple of dropperfuls of that every day. It's really important. That's a great one. People with trigeminal neuralgia also always have a whole bunch of other, other things going on with your health. I'm sure you know this. You know, a thyroid problem can creep up. Other things can happen the whole bit. 
And so when you compile the trigeminal neuralgia, the pain and the suffering and the agony that goes along with that, and you compile that with other things going on in your health, it is unbearable. And I really understand I'm with you, man. I'm praying with you. You're going to get better. I don't care what it takes. We're going to do it. And you just got to keep a light heart, got to keep a light heart throughout the process with everything you got. You know, people who deal with chronic illness and they're suffering with chronic illness, man, they're just like, it's unbelievable what kind of souls people are where they just, they push ahead, they forge ahead, they fight for it. They fight for it like no other, like no other. Talking about spiritual growth, it pushes spiritual growth like no other. No other. I don't care if somebody's sitting on top of a mountaintop and they got their hands folded and they're just, you know, and they got their legs crossed and they're just, you know, they're on, they're seeking spiritual enlightenment. Let me tell you something, people who are chronically ill, chronically suffered, who have been through hell and back, have gone through so much, that's the kind of enlightenment that supersedes all the mountaintops anybody can go be marching onto and doing. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying for people, I'm glad you're doing it. I'm just saying, talking about walking over coals, talking about walking over hot coals. I'm just going to tell you right now, people who have actually suffered with real problems, with real things going on with their health, neurological problems, with anxiety and everything else, which trigeminal neuralgia can create a lot of anxiety. It can all be part of that because of the different phrenic nerves involved in the vagus nerves. What people go through, walking on coals is a joke. It's a damn joke, right? Anyway, the bottom line is, so what else can we do for it? Um, so we got we got some of the herbs we can do for it, okay? Um, licorice root for sure. That's a secret weapon to it, without a doubt, for trigeminal neuralgia. Turmeric, that's a great one too. You want to consider that one and bring that one in. And we're dealing with a virus, so these are really good antivirals. Zinc. Zinc is a winner for trigeminal neuralgia. It's a winner for this. It's a winner because zinc deficiencies allow shingles to be rampant and go crazy in the whole bit. Make sure, like I said, you do the heavy metal detox smoothie, that that's happening no matter what. Make sure. Some people, they can put cold on there, and it and it works. And then some people can't even have to cold touch them. Some people can put warmth on their face or their head or the side of their head or their neck. And sometimes that can touch it, and sometimes it can't. People have gone through the gamma with all this. And it's disheartening, and, it, and it's it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable what people do. Um Elderberry syrup, that's helpful too. You could take a little elderberry syrup, that's helpful, okay? Elder, elderflower tea can be helpful. Elderflower tea, that can be helpful with trigeminal neuralgia. So consider that one too. Listen, I'm with you. I wish these shows were longer um, because I, I just could talk all day to everybody here. Get started on that to begin with. If you get started on that, you're going to be on the road to healing, on the road to getting past this. You're going to be getting there. Get it started on that. I'm going to do another follow-up trigeminal neuralgia show, and I'm going to see where everybody's at. I'm going to try to do a read all the way out there and see if we need to cover anything more, but people are going to start getting better. I love you. I care about you guys. God bless you. One day at a time. Bye-bye.